Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. My American. I've been tracking Sasquatches for 25 years. My American. Global awakening to the new world order. Pardon, my American artificial intelligence control. Pardon, my American. Do you believe in UFOs? Yes, sir. Extraterrestrial. What's going on, everybody? It's Dave, part of my American podcast. We've got Greg here. What's going on, buddy? What's going on, everybody? Finally got this freaking OBS to work. Pain in the butt. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Not the best program, but whatever. It works. So. Anyways, uh, I got on uh, Instagram Live last night. We had some issues. Got on there, hopped on, had a couple—I uh, don't know—ten minute conversation. Got some, got some people on there. The regulars. It was fun. I enjoyed it. I don't know if you got to watch it, Greg. A little bit. Yeah, uh, I was talking a lot about the uh, Super Tuesday, or as Biden calls it, Super Thursday. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I want to jump right in. What I want to talk about because I don't have a lot. I know you do, so I just want to kind of recap that a little bit. Um, Trump had his town hall today. I thought it was really good. I watched. I watched probably three quarters of it. Did you get to watch that? No, I saw a clip uh, where he was talking about Mini Mike doing horribly, and then uh, just went off on uh, Joe Biden not knowing his sister from his wife and all yeah. this other. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, that's not really what I wanted to talk about, but I just want to say, you know, uh, numbers are, you know, obviously increasing. The percentage of people, um, the votes counted are, you know, increasing and, and it's still kind of reflecting what I talked about yesterday, which was, you know, the turnout for uh, Trump has been pretty spectacular. So I don't want to take away the fact that the Democrats have also had pretty decent turnouts, but uh, not in the younger age group that Bernie was hoping for. Um, they're still not turning out to vote. So <laughs> I don't know, man. I think he's going to have a hell of a time. Well, I saw something uh, that showed how much how many votes trump actually got in california for just the primary in california dude yep i got it yeah what well, what is it like two million or something uh, it was yeah. like 1.8 million yeah yeah I'm, I'm rounding huge. uh but uh, i think the democrats had something like three million um which is expected but uh what a lot of people are discussing is that trump individually owned everybody and now, to be fair, um, when you got five or six candidates in in the pool, um, that's gonna you know reflect differently because you know once they're down, like we saw today, Miss Elizabeth Pocahontas Warren dropped out of the race. Yes, she did. Um, when you have that, then you know obviously some votes are gonna go to her, and when she drops out, they're gonna go somewhere else. Um, but what I was talking about yesterday was the fact that not all these votes are gonna transfer over to somebody else. So, yeah, you got the Bernie or bust. You have the Bidens or bust, or I should say the moderate or bust. They're not jumping over to each other. So that number is is pretty skewed when you really think about it. 
It is, dude. And it's uh, it should just be very concerning for the Democrats. I mean, they if Biden is who you and like your party have decided to put all your eggs in. I mean, because this was a consolidated effort. I mean, what Pete Buttigieg dropped out, Mm -hmm. Klobuchar dropped out. uh, Now, I mean, mini mini Mike dropped out. They all three kind of ganged up and, and backed, endorsed Biden. And then today you have Elizabeth Warren who backed out. I don't know if she has announced who she's going to back, though. Uh, I will say this. Um, I have a feeling um, that Buttigieg made a deal with Biden. I'm pretty sure that uh, Bloomberg made a deal with Biden. Um, hey, I'll endorse you. Uh, you can get me a seat on such and such or you know this or that or whatever it may be. Um I don't think anybody likes Elizabeth Warren, so I don't think that she's going to get offered squat, um, to be honest with you. Um, but even like Bloomberg, his numbers weren't that good um, as, as a whole. Um, he did get votes, but they weren't that good. So getting his endorsement, I mean, how good is that really? I, probably not that worthwhile. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, he has a lot of money, so he could uh, definitely put a lot of power behind your advertisement power, but... Uh, the thing is, is that look at who also came out is uh, Beto O'Rourke. Ugh. We haven't seen that guy since he was clucking like a chicken on fucking yeah. CNN. <laughs> get away from me. You know, get he was like saying the F word to get get the fuck back to those reporters. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's actually but, scary. I talked about that last night. That's actually a really good topic I wanted to bring back up. And I'm glad you brought it up was um, the moderate. Joe, you know what I'm saying? Joe's the moderate. They keep talking about Joe being the moderate. And um, all signs point to the fact that he's actually not that moderate anymore. He's kind of fallen in line with the rest of the far left movement. And uh, he's not the same Biden as he was in 16 or even during his vice presidency with Obama. Um, His border situation, the fact that uh, he brought Beto on and said, you know, he had his arm around him and he's like, this is who I'm going to go to for all my gun info right here, you know, whatever. <laughs> I'm like, that is the last person you want to go to. Like, if you want to lose the election, go to Beto O'Rourke for gun information. So, uh, well, I mean, some people are saying that he's suffering from dementia or some sort of like brain loss. So this would explain it. I mean, he he's after, you know what I mean? Yeah. Acting more like a liberal. I mean, that makes more sense. Uh, some of the brain loss power, you know. Well, he's being his true self, probably. Well, yeah, yeah, he's, he's coming to fruition. Yeah. Let's say. Anyways, what did you have to talk about? Cause I know you sent me a list yesterday. It was pretty good. I didn't want to go into many of it, uh, the topics without you. So I kind of left it hanging. I don't know if any of it's relevant still, but is there anything you want to talk about from that list you sent? Yes. Um, so essentially you're seeing a lot more Q stuff at Trump rallies because it was banned. It was it was not allowed. They would, you know, you'd have people having to sneak into Trump rallies, like hiding their Q shirts. And then they would like take off their sweatshirt mid show and then be like, woo. And then, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but now they're letting all these people in. Not only that, but there's a new Trump ad that has come out. And front and center, dude, you see a, a woman standing there with a big Q on an American flag in the center of her shirt. And it's, it's a good, she's on there for a good one, two Mississippi dude. Yeah. And I'm just saying it's, it's kind of a, 
in a Trump ad when you only have like a minute of time and you're dedicating one second of that time to this woman wearing a Q shirt? That's saying something. Well, he has plenty of supporters. He didn't need to use that particular one. He chose that one or whoever's working for him and did it chose that one. So, I mean, he could have went through any number of videos of Patriots holding flags up or giving them the thumbs up and they chose that one. So it's pretty odd. Yeah. Um, so, and then going into some of like the stock market stuff. So did you see that they, they cut the rate like we were talking about? Yep. I saw that. Then they might cut it again. Yes. And so X 22, everybody should go listen to X 22. Listen to us. Of course. I mean, we're, we're a lot more funny than X 22, I think, but, um, X 22 has some good knowledge on the stock market, on the markets. Like he has like just a good foresight on what's going to happen. Yep. And he's talking about how um, there was this thing. Have you ever heard of, do you know what a dead cat bounce is? Yes. I do. So for the people in the audience, um, I'll just explain it. Okay. The, the Wikipedia definition. Okay. So it's a small brief recovery in the price of a declining stock. So it's a stock market term. And it was derived uh, from... It's kind of morbid, but it, it says even a dead cat will bounce if it falls from a great height. So it's kind of like the recoil of the body of the cat. So um, basically what it is, is it's a small little bump in recovery after a great decline in the fall of the market. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so that's kind of what we're seeing right now is you're seeing the stocks go up a little bit. And then what's going to happen, though, is they're going to declare this thing a pandemic within the next couple of days, dude, because it's, you're seeing the picture build. I mean, they're, they're illustrating it every morning when you wake up and you see a brand new, there's a new case over in Tennessee. There's a, it's going all over the United States now. Right. And Italy shutting down their universities, shutting down their schools. And then it's, they're going to, it's either the CDC or who is going to come out and say, okay, this is a global pandemic, which, is uh, going hand in hand with event 201, mind you. Yes, yes. Um, but what's going to happen is the stocks are going to fall even more after that. After they declare it a pandemic, shit's going to hit the fan, dude. People are going to freak out. And we've already seen it. Like the Costco is like completely empty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my wife just went to Walmart and she's like, dude, it was bare. Like there was not a lot of stuff on the shelves. Like people are buying stuff. So you think it's weird now? Wait until they declare it a pandemic. Yeah, I, I've noticed. Uh, I noticed today at work um, an increase in uh, people I've never seen before, which is rare if you know where I work. But um, a lot of random people coming in buying a lot of goods, a lot of toilet paper. I, I just still don't get it. I don't get it, man. It's a lot of toilet paper. I'm like, how how much are you going to shit? Seriously, how much do you need to shit? Um, <laughs> yeah. But there's a lot of like, uh, you know, we can't get Purell, for example. That's literally, you can't buy it. It's it's not available. We can't even get it in. So there's a lot of people that are, are buying that kind of stuff. But we have some real weirdos, man. I'm talking the, the real ones are coming out right now. And oh, uh, yeah. we had a guy, I, I can't even see his face, but he walked in today, he had a mask on. He had his hood up. <laughs> his hair was in his eyes. Uh, he was a young guy, probably early, mid-20s. And uh, he had snow gloves on. <laughs> like, I'm talking, like, not like latex or, you know, snow gloves. Uh, big old padded snow gloves. And he had two backpacks, one on the front, one on the back. 
and um, he was shopping for his goods, and he's like, uh, he I rang him up. It was pretty quiet at that time, but he was uh, he's like, yeah, man, uh, sorry, I can't I can't push the buttons on this machine because my my gloves are too big. I'm like, well, I mean, I can do it for you. <laughs> I gave him a pen so he could push it with a pen because he did not want to take his gloves off, and he was telling me he's like. Dude, this is so much worse than they're telling us, man. We're, I mean, we literally could die. I think we all could die from this. This is like a, you know, this is the end of the times. And I'm like, then what are you doing? Then what are you doing right now? If this is it, why not enjoy the last little bit of time you got? You know, go party, go have a drink, go bang a chick, whatever you want to do, man. Just don't be you right now, you know? And, but that's what I'm saying. The level of the news, the way they're covering, this is what we've been talking about, Greg, for a while now. The, 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 Fear and the panic that the news is causing is worse than any of this virus could possibly do. Yeah, I think the people panic is um, the number one concern for me right now. And because a lot of people are not really awake to what's going on, dude. I mean, they, they, they will believe in everything that they're told by mainstream news, mainstream science. They won't like question stuff. Even when it's saying, okay, well, you're going to have to stay home. I mean, I know you need to go to work to make a paycheck, but you're not going to be allowed to do that. We're going to have to have you self-quarantine, okay? You're going to have to quarantine yourself. Uh, you know, you got to do what's right because this is a dangerous thing. Yeah. And um, people like that who wear mittens to a goddamn grocery store, dude, I mean <laughs> – Come on, dude. I, I know you, you've also explained that there was that woman who was afraid of Wi-Fi signals. She wears yeah. like aluminum jacket, right? Mesh. A, a yeah. metal mesh. <laughs> like chivalry. She's a knight. Yeah, I'm not saying that everybody's like this guy. My, my point is, is that this is a young man. Seemed very nice. I mean, he was nice. He, he clearly had long hair. He was really upset, and I wasn't going to offer, but he was like, man, I really wish I could get my hair pulled back out of my face because it was so much. It was like in his eyes, you know, and he, he, uh -oh. he had these freaking mitts on. Dude, and, he was, uh, fishing. he, he wanted you to do it, dude. I don't know. Maybe he I did. He was, he was fishing for a response. Yeah. He's like, Oh man, this hair in my eyes really does bug me. Well, it my, sure would be nice to have a living hand. <laughs> my boss was laughing at me. He's like, dude, you were uh, awfully friendly to him. You know I'm like? Well, listen, here, here's how I look at it, man. The kid is clearly nervous. Okay. He's clearly scared. And I don't blame him for that. That's not his fault that he's been fed this info that we're all going to die, you know, or that this is uh, an extreme thing that is so much worse than the news. He believes that. So I'm not going to sit there and be like, dude, you're dumb. Like, come on, man. Like, I'm just like, hey, man, uh, you know, yeah, he was talking about the goods he was getting. He was buying a bunch of stuff and he was trying to fit it in a backpack because he had a, he walked a mile to get to the store, walked. Because he didn't want to take public transportation because he thought he was going to catch something. So, <laughs> literally, I, I, I feel for him. And I was like, I was, you know, I'm sitting there like, you know, clean hands. I had Purell and stuff that we I occasionally use. But I'm like, I'm just sitting there smiling. And, and I'm like, hey, man, just you got to do you, you know, like, uh, you know, it's good that you're buying stuff. It's, that doesn't hurt, you know. And he's like, well, man, you don't, this could be months. This could be months, man. Well, I, I, you know, I don't know what to tell you at that point. I just, I just wish you luck. That's, that's all I can tell you, you know, hopefully you don't die, I guess. Well, you gotta, you gotta imagine how many of those people are out there. A lot. And what you should have asked him is, Hey, um, do you believe in climate change? And he would have been like 100%, sir. Yes, yes I do. Yeah. 
because it's the same it's the same people that are feeding you the, the fears of climate change although you go to a bank and you ask for a primary loan for property down on Florida Bank Street and yeah they'll okay they'll give it to you no matter what yeah and logic 101 would tell you if global warming was real if these oceans are going to raise 10 feet in the next 10 years no one's going to sell you like a 10 year loan no one's going to sell you property down there yeah it has to do with uh the good example that was used in other terms um betting so like sports betting right i was talking about the uh, recent uh, wilder tyson fight with one of the guys that uh, is at my work and he's talking about betting on it and the odds and he's like the only way to tell who's gonna like who has the best shot and what the real odds are or to look at the sharks. You know what I'm saying? The sharks don't want to lose money. So what they're saying the odds are means that it's in their favor, right? It has, it's no different than, than anything else, man, like a, like a bank. They're not going to give out their hard-earned cash if they feel like there's not going to be a return back on it. And, yeah. and so they're not going to be giving you oceanfront property <laughs> if they feel like the they're not going to be able to invest or get that money invested back into them it's, they're just going to deny it. So, yeah, the whole thing's a fraud, man, in my opinion. It's a it's a huge fraud. Well, I mean, it's it's exploitation. So they're taking a problem and they're they're taking a, a molehill and making it a mountain. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I get, so they're I they're blowing this thing way out of proportion. And that is where the panic and the fear build up influence. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, but so this dead cat or the dead cat balance, right? So it happened. Um, it's probably going to happen again. But X-22 has been saying that um, Trump's going to take this to the advantage, dude. He wants this to happen because it's going to force the Fed to cut the rates again and possibly even go negative rates, dude. Yeah. Which <clears throat> he says that it, this will lead to the transition back into the gold standard. Which we'll we'll freaking see. And remember, there's there's even articles. I brought that up on a past podcast. Yeah. And there's arguments for it and there's arguments against it. But um, I'm looking at buying stocks in gold, dude, or at least buying some, some gold. Yeah. Very soon. Well, it's a smart thing. Uh, I, I'm not sure that I, you know, I buy that. We're going to go back into a gold standard. I, I don't know. Um, I don't know either. But it's, I know that the <laughs> Federal Reserve needs to go bye bye. You know, I think that's very evident. They have nothing. Uh, they they don't help us as people. It, it's not. It's a private thing. They do what they wish. It doesn't. You know, they don't go with the flow. They kind of set their own tone. I just don't like it. I think that's what Trump's the the whole mission that he ha he's had was to dismantle this thing, and he's been talking about it for years that they're they're scum basically. Well, I don't have all the answers, but yeah, from what I from what I understand is that. I think Trump was helped out by Admiral Rogers, right? So he he was the guy who basically told him over in Trump Tower, hey, you need to get the hell out of this Trump Tower because they have this thing bugged. Yeah. And you need to move your headquarters, get somewhere else. And I think he might I think he might be Q, dude. I honestly do. Because Think about it. He, Q is what? Q class. Q status. Like you have classification. You have access to all this material, right? He's an admiral. He's like, he's up there, dude. He knows a lot of stuff. And the fact that he knew about secret operations that were happening at the CIA level, 
about Trump Tower, he was being spied on, should tell you something, you know? Hard, so, hard to say, man. It's really hard to say. But you know how, like, Trump has always come out and said, like, he hates the Fed, he wants to end the Fed and all this stuff. And that's a very kind of libertarian topic. I mean, it, it draws in the libertarian crowd. Yeah. Um, a lot of the Fed can be blamed for these foreign wars. For sure. Because you look at the countries that we're invading, they're the people that are not involved in the federal bank and they're not in, involved in the central bank and they want to actually start their own profits. They want to start their own monetary system. And then we go invade them to prevent them from rising up to power and, and gaining this access, right? And so that's the, the conspiracy to this uh, petrodollar is that we're, as soon as we went to this uh, fiat currency and we're, we're basically based off of oil, that we, we have to go start wars to protect our investment. And that, that is why we go to all these different foreign wars. It's because we're preventing them from utilizing their natural resources to build up their own economy and become the American dream somewhere yeah. else. Yeah. And I will say, uh, I, you know, you brought up X-22 quite often uh, over the past couple podcasts, and uh, I've never watched it until today. I watched it this morning mm. on my way to work, and that's where I actually heard about the um, the the dead cat, whatever, however you say that. Um, yeah, it's uh, he's he's really good. I, I know you always say like, check him out, he's awesome. I'm gonna tell you, he's really awesome, man. And even for somebody who's not really into it, like you are, um, he he's very calm, which is why I think you made it said like we're probably funnier than he is. He's he's pretty bland. Uh, he's pretty dry. Yeah. But um, I, as a whole, I think that he's uh, he's pretty legit. So I, I definitely think you should check out X twenty two. So yeah. Um, so other than that, I would just keep your eyes on the market. You know, it's gonna they're gonna declare a pandemic. Go get your food. Go get your toilet paper. Go get your uh, you know tampons, whatever you need to get. I know I got plenty of those. I need them. Um, but anyway. Well, I just want to say, just keep this in mind, people. The only way that we're, um, you know, going to survive this issue with with the panic um, is don't be hoarders about this. Okay, get what you need. I think the rule that somebody said that I thought was good is if you buy one brick of cheese, maybe buy two. You know what I'm saying? Like, there you go. Don't buy five. Don't buy ten of this. We have people buying multiple cases of Purell. Now nobody has Purell because you have 10 cases and you're not going to freaking use 10 cases. You know what I mean? So the bottom line is, is like, don't hoard. That's going to be a huge issue because we're already going to have trouble getting trucks in. It's already going to be things, uh, people not going to work. So just slow down. Just buy what you need. I just want to say that as a little warning. Well, um, something else I wanted to bring up, dude. This is actually um, kind of funny. So remember a couple uh, podcasts back, we brought up um, Katie Katie Kerr from MSNBC. She went out up in New Hampshire, yep, and she talked to a voter, and she's like, "Sir, who are you going to vote for?" And he's like, "I'm going to vote for John or Donald John Trump." Uh, so she she did it again, dude. Mm-hmm. Did you see this? I sure did. It's good. So she went into a local re- like a grocery store, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, downtown. Uh, where was this at? Do you remember? I don't remember the location. No. Well, the guy was Hispanic. I mean, he didn't, I don't think he spoke English at all. He had an interpreter with him. 
<clears throat> or she, yeah. she did. And so they were talking and she's like, so you're going to go uh, Bernie or Biden, you know, and and something said he's, he's you know, the guy was like, ah, you know, I'm Bu- uh, Bernie, you know, Sanders. And then the guy's like, OK, yeah, Bernie Sanders is, you know, he's he likes him. He's going to vote for him. And then something they, they exchange in some more talking. And then the guy goes, oh, really? And then uh, Katie Kerr goes, you're going to vote or your daughter's going to vote for Trump. And he's like, yeah. And then she goes, por qué? <laughs> like, why? Well, she actually, what, 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 my understanding of it is, is she asked if his daughter had got him to vote for Bernie Sanders. Yes, that's and right. And he said, no, actually, my daughter is going to be voting for Donald Trump. And she said, why? And she says, I don't know. I, she loves him, <laughs> you know? And she was bewildered, bro. I mean, she... It, well, people and, just, they don't even like, they think it's just rare. It's weird that they think it's a rare occurrence to have somebody like Donald Trump, you know? Well, there's a, uh, if you continue that clip, like, uh, her, Katie Kerr and the, and the interpreter walk outside and they and like, they're talking to each other and she goes, so why do you think he, his daughter was going to be voting for Trump? And the guy was like, well, you know, I, I'm really surprised there's like a 10 to 15% these the stubborn minority of, of our culture that won't vote the right way. <laughs> I mean, we're not supposed to vote for Trump. You know what I'm saying? It's just like stubborn. Yeah. Like, dude, you gotta you can vote whoever you want to vote for. Like, yeah, they were talk- saying there's a, a stubborn conservative branch to the uh, immigrant uh, immigrants, or especially uh, you know Mexicans, Latinos, and, and and I'm sure there are, but. Trump's numbers, I mean, shit, dude. He he could get thirty percent of that Latino vote. You know what I'm saying? He could get thirty percent of that uh, African American vote. It, it's it's, you know, I don't know, man. I I just I I don't know why that's surprising. I think it's really sad that it kind of <laughs> goes to show you that um, Katie Cure doesn't go out and talk to regular people. You know, that's what it kind of ultimately says is she's not talking to people on the ground because if she were, she wouldn't be so surprised by these reactions. Well, they want to make it look surprising. I think that's part of the act, dude. They want to make it look like, oh, someone's being stubborn. Oh, someone's, whoa, someone's on the outside. What? Yeah, like you're, they're an anomaly. Is that what yes. you're, yeah, I get you. Yeah. They want to make it look like, whoa, dude, you got to rethink what you're doing here. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, all I can say is, is that all these people who do support Trump, uh, who may be Latino, maybe uh, African-American, like they have friends, they talk to people, they discuss things, they know where they stand and where their friends and family stand. So it's not really going to win anybody over, man. I, I mean, you know what I mean? Like she's not going to, the only people she's, she would be doing that for is the woke left in LA who's watching it on TV going like, see, this is just one, this is one guy, you know, like one girl. No, yeah. no, there's a lot. There's a lot. And I actually wouldn't be shocked if there's a lot more, man, to be honest with you. Well, I think, um, that's why I'm really interested to see who shows up for this presidential, um, voting. I mean, yeah. for the, this year, for when we vote for the president, I think it's going to be the most people voting that we've ever seen before. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. And I know that Barack Obama brought this out, but I think that right now, because it's, you got to look at it like two different ways. You got to look at, there's a lot of people that hate Trump 
And there's a lot of people that love Trump. Yeah. So when those two masses collide together, I think that that's one thing that Trump has done is definitely got people more into politics, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. You could argue either way. But I think every waking everybody up into politics is essentially a good thing because how are you to know? I mean, look at our our friends, dude. When we ask them like, hey, you don't care about this like local decision, blah, blah. How is it going to affect me? I don't know. Think big picture, dude. Think about like if you have somebody who's having taxes on this one issue and then having taxes on this other issue. And then all of a sudden, you know, the slippery slope argument. Yeah, you can make that all day. But I'm just saying I I got I got my freaking property tax today and I'm going through the itemized list of deductions. Like you got this tax, this tax, this tax. You know what I'm saying? So. Dude, it, 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 the thing is, is uh, you, listen, yeah, you've made a good point. We have a lot of friends who really just don't care, and that's okay. I mean, it's not okay, but it's okay if they want to. I'm not going to try to convince them otherwise. But to say that you, I think that the, how does it affect me is the wrong way. I, I think a lot of them say what they do doesn't affect me. Um, my my life isn't going to change. That's what it is. And I have to disagree so much because on this election in particular, say it's Bernie Sanders, um, you know, you're talking about two extremes. You know what I'm saying? You're talking about ultimate capitalism, ultimate socialism. You're talking about lower taxes to the extreme and increased taxes to the extreme. Now, if you want to talk about your day-to-day life, you can be stubborn and say it's not going to affect you. But when you get your paycheck home and there's 20% more taken out or 30% more taken out or in his dream world, 70% more taken out. I think you're going to be like, what the fuck is this? I had no idea this was coming. And that is a big problem when you're not paying attention. And I have a feeling there's a lot of voters who have no idea what this really, really means. And. I the only thing I can hope for. Listen, if there's a bigger turnout, that's great in the big scheme of things. They keep saying that the, if it's a large, large turnout, it favors Democrats. I have a feeling that more people are going to vote for Trump, are going to come out for Trump, and even people that were on the fence that didn't vote for him last time might actually come around because the world didn't end, guys. Trump didn't uh, start a nuclear war, and everybody that had questions about him are probably going, "Hey." Damn, I was a little wrong on this. We've heard it. We've seen it on YouTube. We've seen the videos. We've seen the walkaway movement. It's all over the place, man. I have a feeling a lot more people are going to go pull that tr- lever for Donald Trump. I agree, and I think it opens the door uh, for further candidates, too. I mean, just to say, hey, if Trump could do it, I could do it, too. So That's a uh, real possibility, yeah. So I want to take this back to Bloomberg. Okay. And uh, kind of mix this in with what's been going on with just everything, right? Um, did you see the video of him, by the way, licking his fingers like a freaking like he was sucking it off of like like a vacuum? It was gross. He actually put a half-eaten pizza back in the box and then licked every finger. Um, Dude, it was, um, it was um, disgusting. Gross. Uh, <laughs> James Woods was like, yeah, uh, so this is how you spread coronavirus 101 here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Actually, the five, yeah. the five on Fox were saying like he has no self awareness. The guy is so into himself that he literally has no idea that he's being gross or that he's just a nasty person. But he is. He's, he's, he's a turd. 
he's like a he's a turd. Yeah. But um, this guy. So on on Twitter, Mark Meadows, he made a really good point, and um, this goes against the Trump Russia collusion, right? The whole Russia bot thing. So like, the narrative was that Russia spent money to influence Facebook, right? Mm-hmm. All these like bots on Facebook were like programming everybody, right? To change everybody's mind. I know where you're going with this and it's a good point. So Michael Bloomberg, this is what Mark Meadows wrote right here. Michael Bloomberg could barely win a delegate in a primary with 500 plus million dollars. But if you ask Washington Democrats, a few Russian trolls spending $100,000 on Facebook ads swung the entire 2016 elections. Got it. Yeah. So it's like you're, you're saying that even spending over, what, $500 million, dude, and he, what did he win? America Samoa? <laughs> yeah, five delegates. So, I mean, those are all going to Biden now, everybody. Good, good luck. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, those, I mean, he spent how many ads on YouTube? alone yeah. yeah i mean i just i posted something today that i got in the mail like that uh it says like trump is worried about <laughs> mike bloomberg or, or something like that like trump is like no he's, he's not wasted. no he's not yeah and so um you guys think about the money and think about what the claim is that the russians spent a hundred thousand dollars on twitter bots or facebook bots whatever the bot you guys have brains, yeah. okay? You guys know when you see bullshit, is bullshit. Mike Bloomberg is bullshit, <laughs> clearly. Yeah. I mean, the vote shows that. And Well, it, it goes to show you that uh, having that much money doesn't mean you're going to win. Um, missing out on the first couple debates is not a good idea, just like Rudy Giuliani did back in the day where he skipped the first couple debates, and it just doesn't work. Maybe it'll work down the road, but it's not working right now. It didn't work for him. Uh, and also, you know, uh, one of the one of the channels was saying, like, money can get you a lot of ads, but it can't buy you personality. And the guy has no personality. Uh, he wasn't likable. He was not funny. He was um, short, which I'm sorry, but that's, you know, if you're short, you're going to have a little tougher time being a dominant figure. That's why Trump is so, uh, you know, I don't even know the word, but he he's, he towers over people. He looks big. He is a big person. He's a little obese. You know what I'm saying? Like when he shakes your hand, he grabs you by the fucking neck. You know what I mean? Like he's just <laughs> a dominant human and Bloomberg is not. And that is the same reason that I really feel like Bernie Sanders is going to have a lot of problems because when he's on stage, if it is him, uh, I hope it's not. I mean, I hope it's Biden. I don't really care who, but when you go stand next to Trump, they're going to look very weak. Biden is going to look very slow and Bernie's going to look very weak. Yes, I agree. The gaffes are going to be insane. If it's Biden, oh my Lord, is this debate going to be funny? Because Trump will not let him say this random stuff and not call him out on it, period. Well, um, Let's get into what we're we're going to talk about this week and and what to keep an eye on. Okay, cuz then we got to wrap I, this baby up. Yeah, I was going to say we we are getting up to there in time, so we got to we got to go. Um but things we got to keep an eye on. Um what you just talked about, Joe Biden and 
Bernie and all of this stuff. Remember a couple podcasts ago, it's probably over a month, maybe two months. Mm-hmm. You brought up, you brought up the question of what if somebody dies while they are the candidate that's been chosen? The nominee. Okay. Yeah. I keep get you. That, keep that in mind, everybody, because we're going to go there. We're going there this Sunday. Oh, and, Is it and um, Who, who's going to go, Greg? I don't know, but I, I think that the, we got to look at the rules because the rules matter. Okay. And if the rules, if the rules suddenly change here in the next couple of weeks, we got to pay attention to this okay. because Bernie has come out. Bernie came out today or last night and said, if it comes to a contested convention, I'm going to give up. Really? Much, right. He said, yeah, he said, yeah, I just, I posted on Instagram about it. Um, he came out and said that if Biden gets the votes, he won period. That's it. So I'm just saying, Bernie is not going to let this go to a contested convention. And they kind of want this. And we're going to go into why. And so those rules, everybody do their research. Look up those rules because uh, we're going to be doing some research as well. Okay. I like it. Uh, And then the coronavirus news. Apparently now there are two strains, Dave. Oh, boy. Okay. Oh, boy. There's S strain and an L strain. The L strain, that's lethal, bro. Okay, that's the L. That's lethal. Ah, <laughs> uh, Jesus, God, dude. I'm just so sick of this. Guys, we live in Washington State, and if you follow the news at all, you know that Washington is the supposed epicenter epicenter for this coronavirus. There is, what, nine deaths now from that retirement home up north? And, uh... I'm just going to tell you, word on the street here in my hometown and your hometown, Greg, is I ain't seen nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I ain't seen nothing. But this, yeah. the city that we're from, Longview, did put out a um, kind of a feed saying that they're they're going into it. Not a state of emergency because they have no cases, but just out of concern, they're going to go into an emergency state that be prepared to not have to go to work. Be prepared to have things shut down. Um Guys, this is all just, this is so fraudulent. I'm telling you, it's so fraudulent. Well, I, I don't know. I'm curious what the numbers are. I need to look that up. I would like to talk about on the podcast what the actual numbers of uh, flu deaths are compared to coronavirus deaths are this year. So I would bet you, uh, I bet you the flu is really just killing. So we'll we'll go we'll go more to that this, this Sunday. So I'm just laying out the topics on what we're going to talk about. I know. About. So, I'm getting excited about just, it. Just, but just keep an eye on that. And then also the um, uh, federal funding, right? Emergency funding. So wherever the uh, the sanctuary stays were for illegal aliens, yeah, they're the ones that are coming out next to declare states of emergency. So you're going to see New York come out. You're going to see New Jersey come out. People are going to be like, well, those are all the populated areas. Okay, well, those were also the sanctuary cities. So... Yeah, there's Just also saying. there's also some news with Trump in the sanctuary cities and uh, defunding them. Uh, that's actually going to be yeah. moving forward. So it's yeah. a big conundrum, if you ask me. Yes, sir. All right. Well, let's save the rest. Uh, let's do a, a live feed. What tomorrow? Uh, yeah, we're gonna get on tomorrow live Instagram. Uh, we will be well, on around eight o'clock. Let's say Friday because tomorrow is today. Whoever's listening to this. 
Hopefully. I mean, we'll see. Well, yeah. Well, Friday, 8 o'clock, yes. we will be live on Instagram. I don't know how many videos we're going to take, but we'd like to get a couple in, and I'd love Greg to be able to take a couple videos. But either way, we're going to have fun. It'll be enjoyable. And uh, as usual, please follow, like, share, and uh, tell a friend or two. Indeed. All right, Greg. Appreciate talking to you. Glad we were right. able to do a podcast. I was a little concerned yesterday. Okay. And uh, we're, oh, yeah, real quick. We got to make sure that Sunday we don't forget to update our 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 followers on our car, uh, carnivore diet that we've been on for this week. So oh, I'm yeah, following sure. it to a T. So we got to give an update. Okay. All right. Where we go one? We go all, baby. All right. All right. Talk to you later, bud. Sayonara. It's just awfully good that Donald Trump is not in charge of the law in our country. Because you'd be in jail. Pardon. My American... American.